0: Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole, and as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of my UC Bearcats and you can see the Bengals up there. Now, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. You found the show. Smash that thumbs up. Hit that like and subscribe. I am up to 716 subscribers. That is awesome. Keep it rolling. Try to get to 1,000 as fast as we can. All right. So I titled the show, Is It Too Early to Do the NFL Mock Draft? So I bring my boy, Jeremy Dean in. What's up, Jeremy? What's going on, brother?
1: How are you, my friend? How are you?
0: Oh, just living the dream, living the dream, man. Kind of a busy day. <laughs> yeah, heck, same For trying to get the show on. Now, yep. um, also, today is uh, Joe Burrow's birthday. Did you know that?
1: Yes, I did. So he is, I think, 23? I think 24 now, isn't he? Maybe He's I'm 24. wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm 25. wrong. Maybe they were. Maybe they've been saying 23, just because he's so close.
0: He's 24 years old. We'll get it right.
1: We'll oh, get it right. He's
0: okay. 24 years old. That's we are saying. working on a birthday video with that I did not make, but um, Jennifer Schultz is her name, and uh, I can't. We can't play it yet. We're working on it still because I can't uh, use the video or use the music that she used. So we're working on putting on different, uh, <laughs> yeah. different music that YouTube and all them will let me do without flagging me. So that will be coming up soon. And, um, but in honor of Joe Burrow's um, birthday, I would suggest to all of you, and I had a couple of viewers out there uh, tell us to give a shout out to Joe's uh, uh, hunger. Uh, it's called Joe's uh, Joe Burrow's hunger relief fund. I'll be putting that up. later on too. Again, something else we're working on. Like I said, busy day. Sorry. I don't have exactly everything ready. So I will get to that in a minute. And we will be doing the live video chat again, which is that up yet? The link up? No. Okay, that's coming up too. So we got to get that up still too. Um, so a lot of stuff going on. Um, but the Bagels Wire did their first ever, well, not first ever, first too early mock draft. Now, I just went through the top four of what they wrote down, which is I think would be perfect if this happened. Um, you got Pete Nelsuel, uh, obviously, out of Oregon. And they got Creed Humphreys, an offensive lineman, who will be an interior lineman. I think he's a center for Oklahoma, but um, you could easily move him the guard. Um, so that way, if you get those two, that could fix your offensive line. And Quincy Roach is a edge rusher out of Miami. And they got Trace Wallace, a wide receiver out of Oklahoma State. So, those are what they have as their two early mock drafts. Uh, Bengals report 18. The Bengals going two linemen in a row or take a corner in the second round. I would think that they would go if the linemen are there, they're going linemen because of what happened with Joe Burrow and everything this this you know this year. They gotta fix the line. We've said it a million times. So I'm thinking you're going swell, yeah. and then whatever whoever the best. Interior lineman is left. Now we all, me and Jeremy want Wade Davis. That's who we want, or Wyatt Davis. Sorry, Wyatt, right? Yeah. That's who we want. Likelihood of him being there you're kind of iffy. So you got, if he's not, you got to be ready to take somebody else. You know. Um, no nope. And then if you get the edge rusher from Miami, and if he's as good as what I read about him, that could help because we need pressure on the quarterback. So you know, it's. Uh, What's what's up, Landon? Happy birthday to what's Joe. Up? Yes, Joe
2: freaking what's up, bro, brother? Exactly.
0: Jump on and holler at us, man. Yeah, well, I don't think we got that up yet.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Champions.
0: Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Looking good. Ah, thank you. I got a new camera. so It was on yesterday, and that's why it's kind of another thing. I got to use my mouse down here on the pad, and I don't have my other one that I, I'm used to using, so <laughs> still bear with me on that one. But whoever you are, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Sports of Strawberry Ice, Click on the subscribe button, and then your name will pop up. So, Jeremy, what do you what do you think so far as what I've read about NFL draft? Uh, have you done any kind of mock drafts? Have you looked at anything? Or what, what's up?
1: Yeah, you know, I've looked at a few things. I've noticed most of these mock drafts have Wyatt Davis gone by the time we draft yeah. in the second yeah, round. Yeah, that's kind of what I've
0: looked at, too, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, who's to say he's going to be there or not? Personally, right. you know – I want him to go or I want him to do well, make more money and all that good stuff, but it would sure be nice if he would still be there for us because if there's going to be a guard that is worth the, a second round pick, especially the third pick in the second round, right. it would be it would be him. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it would be a steal to get him in the, in the second round. Absolute yeah, steal. There's just nobody kind
0: of like, else. Kind of like How steal we got with T Higgins this past draft. That was a complete He's a first-round pick, awesome. yeah. and we got in the second round. So, that's that was awesome. That we was got good. lucky
1: some teams didn't need yeah. wide receivers.
0: Right. So, I mean, that was a good pick. I mean, like I said, when the draft happened, I love T. Higgins. I would have rather them gone for an offensive lineman at the time, but it is what it is. So, yeah,
1: that's where we – But were. now we got T. Higgins, and we're going to build the line. So, Right.
0: So, you got to build the line. You got to build the uh, edge, or you got to get pressure on the quarterback
1: – Got to,
0: and uh, other NFL news today. They came out with their uh, nominees for Man or uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year, and the Bengals nominee is Gino Atkins. So congratulations to Gino and hopefully he uh, hopefully he wins. Uh, there's a lot of guys on there. Um, I don't know if a Bengals actually ever won it. To be honest,
1: I've seen many, many, and I've never heard of one. I mean, I, honestly, I, I don't, I cannot Shot remember. Him. The Bengals
0: didn't get, get uh, an award.
1: <laughs> yeah, of any kind, you know. Right. A, you know, a guy out there buying groceries during COVID-19 with for people, you know, yeah. risking his own health and his family's to to try to help people out. And, you know, he, he'll be, you know, fourth runner up, right? It, yeah. I think it's all just, uh, eh, I don't know. <laughs> well, it looks like the – uh the link is at the top of the chat. Is that right?
0: Yeah, all right. The link is at the top of the chat. So we're doing a live uh, live chat again today. So you guys can jump on and join the chat anytime you want. Yep. So one thing's weird is I have a pop-up over there. Yeah, because I don't – you know it's weird? Sometimes I don't have my space bar to space down to see when somebody else comes in. So, but we'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Live show, all kinds of stuff going on. All right. So I do do want to talk about uh, my Bearcats last night. Uh, You had the game on while the show was going on. And some people i noticed on Bearcat Country are like, we're up by 14 points. How in the world do we let Furman come back? Well, honestly, third game of the year. We're still, we got seven new guys. And this is going to be an excuse for a while until they, you know, seven guys, you're really not going to be, Cohesive pride tell you your 10th game at least, you know, so you know the so Brand at least knows the rotation, what he wants to do with people because we haven't had any, didn't have any exhibition games or any of that stuff. And Furman's not a bad team. I mean, I know you never really heard of them, but they're not a bad team. They're, they're going to be a ranked team, or you know, I think by, by its time the season's over. So, you know, I think it's a good chance. It, it was a good test for Bearcats. They won, they're two, two and one. Big game come up this Saturday, going to Tennessee and playing. So that's that's going to be a, the first. I won't say real test, the first real test against Xavier, but it's the second game of the year. <laughs> it's, you know, they for the second game of the year they played. I think pretty good. They were in the game. They could have won it. All right, we got the yeah, natural. Yeah. Good. Oh, good. Really Nat- yeah, really. yeah Nat- natural showed up. What's uh, up? He's, he's always our first caller of the day. There we What's go. What's going on, natural? How you doing, brother? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good.
3: With you today. Good. That should be Good all. here from you, buddy. brother. So, about yeah, uh, you know, I I think uh. I think we should focus mostly on the offensive line because if we're gonna be winning, we're gonna win on offense. You know, it's an offensive league. Right. You know, I, I've always been of the mindset that you don't need a dominant defense. You just need a defense that can get turnovers to give Joe Burrow mm-hmm. a chance to put up more points. And that's how we're going to win by outscoring. In this right, season. exactly. That's, that's how the Kansas City Chiefs win every year. That's how they've been winning. They don't really have a dominant defense, but uh, they have a good Well, no, they got the guess. guys on their
0: their team they picked up from other teams. Like they got the Honey Badger. Yeah. Excuse me. Last year, they picked up uh, Struggs from the Rap birds, yeah. you know, during the season. So they, they added guys. And like you said, if you, you, I mean, they don't really do ball control, but if you outscore them. It's kind of hard to beat them.
1: Yeah. yeah. And the thing with that too, is every single draft mock draft that any of us can find. And I've, I've looked, but I mean, we're, we're pretty much taking the kid out of Oregon and then Jeff mentioned an offensive lineman uh, as well from where, – where was yours, Jeff? I'm sorry, What? what's that? Uh, what was the offensive name? lineman you brought up uh, second round? Uh, second remember, round
0: uh, was Creed Creed Humphreys out of Oklahoma. Okay. Um, I got that from Bengals Wire, so that's just – Okay, they,
1: yeah, a, a different one I'm looking layers. at here is uh, Trey Smith out of Tennessee. So what I'm getting at is – you can you can bet on one thing, natural. Um, we will be building the line through the draft, and um, maybe even solidifying it through free agency. You have free picture up there too. Mm-hmm.
3: I can see that. I can
1: see it. I mean, now, that's, uh, that's that's what we're looking at. No question. Uh,
3: if we draft, uh, was it Panay Sol? i mean yeah, in the overlays.
1: Right. Yeah. All I see is the video.
3: Who plays left and who plays right tackle?
1: Well, see, that's the thing. They're talking about either switching Jonah or switching him and seeing who would make the easiest switch. So if, you know, Jonah feels comfortable and he's he's, he's got a little bit of time under his belt anyway, I could probably see him switching over changing to a right. rookie right away.
0: Yeah, yeah but, I, I, think, I think you move Jonah, Jonah to right and you keep yeah. uh, to a left, especially – I mean, I hate to say it, but so far Jonah might be injury prone. You know, I mean, oh, well, <laughs> he I, I he, he missed his whole rookie year. He hasn't made it a full year this year. So, if you're going to put, you want your most sturdy uh, offensive lineman at left tackle. So, right now, by just no one say default, but just he's a he's quote unquote a veteran second year. Move him to right, put to uh, left is what I would say. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, if you remember when uh, Jonah came out, uh, one of the knocks on him was that he had uh, shorter arms than what they, most teams like. And if you watch him this year, there were times where guys like Garrett, they just went around him. They just straight-up beat him. Like, uh, he, he he's, a, hes has very good technique, but as far as he does have a little bit of a limitation in terms of his arms and being able to hold
1: blocks. He, you know... He You know, we can talk about arm length and all that kind of stuff, and we can also talk about pro bowlers and uh, people that are in the Hall of Fame that had short arms, shorter fingers, shorter legs. You know, I think a few of the bad plays that we've seen from Jonah this year are just from lack of experience, man, lack of playing. I mean, the guy's a mountain. I mean, he's pushing an F-150 uphill, uh, you know, at his house uh, for work to – for workouts, you know, w- w- during the quarantine process here. So um, I think what we're seeing with Jonah is just, he he just needs to get a little more consistency and get through this. Well, he ain't yeah. going to get through this year, I guess. Not but, this year, yeah, he's done. Hey, but well,
0: he can, he, yeah, you gotta, you gotta look at, it, look year, at the,
1: look, the front seven he's been facing. He,
0: it's not like they haven't been playing, you know, just joke of uh, front seven. I mean, he's – get Steelers, the Rappers, DC, uh, uh, the Chargers. I mean, he's he's winning against some pretty good. I mean, Miles Garrett for Cleveland. I mean, he's winning against some pretty good freaking players, and he's he's held his own. I mean, he's yeah, he's let some go, but yeah, to the rest of the guys, he's been our most consistent offensive line. Him and and, and uh, Hopkins are been our two our two best.
1: You know? Yeah, and never yeah, never forget too natural. Just real quick. Um, he plays on an offensive line that is absolutely miserable this year. Right. So, you know, it, yeah. that's that's not easy either.
3: Well, I mean, him getting hurt this year was probably – the last injury he took was probably because uh, the guys on the right side messed up.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly.
3: Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I mean, if we had a competent line, I don't think Jonah is hurt the rest of the
0: season. You know? Yeah, no. yeah that, 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 that's a good point. That's why – <clears throat> That's why. Hopefully, you know this. I'm, I'm like I said. I was just throwing it out there. Maybe he's injury prone. I hope it's not. But I mean, you missed your first rookie year, and then you're you're injured twice here. It's not a good sign. But like you said, I mean, we can just talk about it like that. When how Fred Johnson actually plays better at left at tackle. Than he does guard. So it, it it depends on where if the guy next to you is playing like crap, then it puts you in vulnerable vulnerable positions. You know. Just like you said, so so for injuries and stuff like that. So yeah, that does not help Jonah's development as a tackle or just moving forward in his NFL career with playing with you know less talented guys next to him.
1: Yeah, and I still believe in him one hundred percent. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yes, yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be ready next year. He's gonna he's gonna have a PTAs in. He's gonna have uh, preseason. He's gonna have things that he's never even got to do before, other than being thrown out on the field and. Sam Block, man. I mean, right, right. uh, you know, I, I can he I can just only see him getting better. I I don't see him being a a, a bust as of now.
3: Well, any news on the injury though? Because they didn't really uh, say what it was. They just said it was it's, a right knee injury. Yeah,
0: right? that's that's all I got. Right knee injury. It's nothing too bit bad. He'll be back next year. That's all I've heard. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about surgery. Re- nothing. So. Your guess is as good as mine right now, natural.
3: <laughs> yeah. I guess we weren't going to get much out of the team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, at this point, I'm like, just let him sit. <laughs> you know, we yeah. don't need any more, anybody else getting injured. Just, I'm saying the, the same thing with, with Joe Mixon. Don't bring him back. This, yeah. this season is done. We've had so many injuries. Don't bring him back so he can get hurt even more so he's not ready for next year. You know, I mean, the point of the rest of this season – and it's just to make it through the last four games. Just, just make it through. <laughs> That's it. As, as healthy as you can. Maybe win. i like, at this point, we have a chance of winning two. That's it. We got a chance of beating uh, Dallas this weekend, and then Houston in two weeks. We're not beating the Steelers. We're not beating the Raptors. We just hope to come out of those games without any major, any more major injuries. because we don't need any more.
1: No. Yeah. Exactly.
0: All right, natural. I thank you for joining the show as always.
3: Thanks
0: for having me on, guys. All yeah, right we well, enjoy having you, man. Talk to you later. Later. That's it. All right. We got the birthday video up, so I'm going to go ahead and play this again. Um, This video is made by Jennifer Schultz. She's a member of Bengals Nation and Houday Nation. Like I said, we had changed the, the music on it, so I hope you guys enjoy it, but this is for Joe Freakin' and his birthday. My thank you to Jennifer Schultz. I hope I'm saying her name right, but she put that out there made the video. It's on her. I had to change the uh, sound. But uh, just in honor of Joe and his birthday and hopefully getting you know healthy and back, uh, if you guys could go and donate to the Joe Burrow Relief Fund. Make a difference in Southeast Ohio. It's the fund he started uh, right after he won the Heisman last year. Uh, I know people started donating after um, he won the Heisman. So just a good shout out to Joe. Hopefully he gets better, and we are ready to roll next year. Now just looking, uh, Sam Hubbard had a update on on Joe's injury here, and I'm trying to bring it up. I just had, I just uh, let's see what did he say? Because Mike put this on there.
1: Be be easy on us, cause we're all already touched from that video. I'm I'm still trying <laughs> to catch my breath. So,
0: <laughs> well, basically, uh, he just uh, let's see, here. it's uh, it's on Bengals wire, and I'm just trying to read while the video is going, and there's not as much on here as I thought there was. Uh, so while Joe Burrow works in rehab, Angle Hubbard and the Bengals stay at home. It's just every week filling in. All right, never mind. That wasn't as interesting as I thought it was going to be. So, <laughs> anyway, hope, okay. you guys, hope you guys enjoyed the video. I thought it'd be some kind of update on the um, on on his uh, rehab or something. So, uh, thanks. I'm assuming this is Jennifer. So, Jennifer, if you this is you, go to YouTube, subscribe to Sports Strawberry Ice, get on the chat, and actually do the live chat, and we can have a conversation with you because you made a couple different videos that I've put on. Uh, like I said, the music she put on was a lot better than what I was able to put on, but that, uh, that's all, that's all, you know, (laughs) you got copyright laws and
2: and all that stuff going on. (laughs) So,
0: you know, uh, let's see here. Uh, I think Carl Lawson will be back. Is Lawson injured?
1: No, I'm just, probably us talking about pass rushers is what I'm thinking uh, you know, uh, next, uh, next year. I, that's that's my best guess. If y'all would jump on live, hit the link, you could you know come on and talk to us and so we would know I, what you mean.
0: We had some uh, college football, a lot of college football talk yesterday. And I was just thinking about more of it uh, today. Now, there is still – say Ohio State goes and they, they beat Northwestern, which they – most likely will. I was just thinking of this scenario. Florida and Alabama are playing each other. And Notre Dame and Clemson are playing each other. So let's just say, for instance, this is how Ohio State can get left out, I think, which would kind of suck because you, you I don't you watch the same 14th play again. So you got Alabama and Florida. Just say for some reason, which I don't think is going to happen, Florida beats Alabama. I think there, I think that makes Florida in. Alabama's already in. And then if Notre Dame or if Clemson beats Notre Dame, then I think those are your four teams that are that will be in. What do you? I mean, the biggest thing is if Florida beats Alabama, that's going to screw Ohio State. I think
1: because I think they jump- I don't.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't. Because they, they, you're looking at three losses. I mean, they've got two losses already. If I'm correct, that would that leave them with three they just losses. Two loss team from Iowa. Oh, Steve I know, but, but still, the committee cannot put a three-loss team, I don't care if we played two games this year, a three-loss team above the bucket. There's no way. Shouldn't be above the Bearcats, in right, my opinion. Not. But right. yeah, you know, that's how they do things. But I, I don't see that happening. I, I see us, you know, as long as we play Northwestern, who is rated, and we play Ohio State football, will be, we'll be fine. I think.
0: Um, All right. Tony was asking something about the natural live chat. Um, Yeah. You don't see it because the natural did not turn his camera on. So that's one thing you guys can do. If you don't want to turn the camera on and you just want to go, you know, just mic only. That's, that's why you don't see the natural's face. So I have no idea what it looks like. (laughs) So, all right. Now, Brad M. uh, He's, I say, do you see, uh, speaking of the NFL draft, do you see any Bearcats? getting drafted ah oh, that's a good question offhand I'm I nobody jumps out right now. I mean some people said Ritter <laughs> for the bears but I would be <laughs> i' would be surprised even if Ritter got drafted to be honest because he, he has not shown the ability to throw the deep ball consistently and you got to be able to do that in the NFL, you know, backup quarterback, starting quarterback, any of that stuff. Um, I, I, he's the only one who really pops in my head right now that might get drafted. Like last, last year, we had the running back, and I can't remember Stokes. Stokes, he got drafted. Um, none of our wide receivers are. Like, it's just that we're not having nobody's having like a big breakout year. Like when in two thousand nine, it's been a team. I, yeah, two thousand nine. Three guys that got drafted. I knew they were going to draft. Pike got drafted. bin has got drafted, and Gilliard. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marty got drafted by the, uh, I think the Rams, St. Louis Rams at the time. So you know, I knew those three were getting drafted. draft. This year, we don't have that one guy that's having that outstanding season. You know, it's just a, a you know, a big, just one big. Like he, like he said, there's a team. So I'm sure there's somebody that might get drafted. Like I said, Guay got uh, drafted last year, to tight end. So, but. Off the top of my head, I can't honestly I, I I wish I had a better answer for you, but I, I really don't. <laughs> All right. Let's see your Bengals report. Carl Lawson is a free agent, I think, after the season. Ah, he might be. I I'm not sure. I haven't like I like said I this show has uh there's a lot of stuff to keep track of and I've been had a busy day so <laughs> really been able to look up a whole lot of stuff. To be honest, so but yeah, if Lawson is a free agent, the Bengals uh, should resign him. I mean, I don't, I don't know. What do you think? I think it kind of depends on what they get in the draft. Because I mean, like you say, he is an undersized lineman, and he's really the only one consistently this year getting pressure. I mean, the thing. last week Hubbard started getting pressure again too. You know?
1: Yeah, Hubbard. Yeah, Hubbard played much better last week than he has in weeks past right. for sure. Right. Lawson, you know. He's kind of the same – he's not in the Dunlap ball. Dunlap 6'6", six, no. six, oh, you I know, whatever. Arms all the way down but, to his ankles and everything. Yeah, you know. And he does but – he, but he plays the same style of pass rush as Dunlap, which is run around the end and try to get to the quarterback. And if, you know, if, there, if you got a decent tackle, he's going to push you out and – by the time you get to the quarterback to try to swat the ball out, if you got a good, a decent quarterback, the ball's going to be gone. Um, or by the time he makes it there, he gets at their legs and they still stand there and look around while he's got a hold of their legs and they're just, you mm-hmm. know, looking downfield, flipping. A- That's the only thing with Lawson. He, he gets right. there. He does he, he just
0: just not finish, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he Because he was the one that was – just, just like when just kind of like – yeah. Yeah, he he was one that was wrapped around Ben's legs and couldn't. And he's he, he, he just like oh, he you know. There was right there. yeah, but that's been yeah. the story of the Bengals this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just feel like we need somebody that you know, people, well, somebody brought up Miles Garrett and yeah, all uh, there, there's hands, there's yeah. a ton, there's a ton of good uh, JJ Watt, all the Bosa's. I mean, yeah. we get <sighs> we we get a good rusher. We're gonna have uh, Chase Young type, whatever. Even even yeah. if we took him third uh, a yeah, third rounder, we can get a good one in the third round. Or if we go free I mean, agent, I don't even remember
0: where Dunlap was drafted. To be honest, I can't I think, think. He, he was that. a
1: third round pick. Yeah, I
0: don't think. Yeah, I don't think he second. was a first round or anything like that. I think he was lower.
1: Yeah, yeah, second or third. I was saying. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, so you can
0: get guys.
1: Yeah, you know, they're there. Yeah, guys, and that can make the play once they get there too. You know, not right, bounce right. off or swing right. their arm
0: yeah. at. it. Well, like I said, back, back then we had him on one side. We have Michael Johnson on the other side. Or, yeah, Michael Johnson on the other side. And they come meet – you know, have a meeting at the quarterback. Right. That's what you want. That's what you need to get. I mean, I think Hubbard has a – has a better shot of becoming that than Lawson. Lawson's fast. Lawson, to me, is a guy – he's more of a third down, a, a speed rusher, you know, to throw in. He's not, he's not your number one guy. I do want to – I do want to keep him. But no, I'm not gonna pay. I don't think you should pay a ton of money for him, no. you know. But I mean, I just and, look, just looking at the mock draft the Bengals wire put together. If this draft, if it somewhat goes like this, where you get two offensive linemen, a, a speed rusher, and a wide receiver, and they all hit, I mean, and you throw in a couple free agents in there, dude, the Bengals are, are in my opinion, are back. I mean, because you, 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 you got to get the biggest thing is like we said a million times, fix that off of the line. You get a left tackle or right tackle and you get an interior lineman. That, that's you put two good ones with the two good ones you already got. And then you have Spain or, or Seraphilia or somebody else at the other guard, dude, the line's fixed. You know, yeah. and if we get Joe Burrow back at the beginning of the year and we take off. Now, the other thing is like you told me, Lawson might be a free agent that, that comes down to the thing is, do you do we sign AJ Green again, or are we letting him letting him walk? I mean, what what is your feeling on this? I, we both love AJ Green. I love yeah. AJ
1: Green. I mean, I yeah, I I love AJ, and you know, uh, he's just it's it's kind of like the Dunlap situation. I think that if Green left right now and went to you know Kansas City or maybe even the Buccaneers. He'd probably make him a star. He he'd probably start right back off where he was two and a half years ago or whatever. Well, my question, for some reason,
0: I, I, don't, I guess my question to that is, what, why, like you say, because they have quarterback. We got Joe freaking Burrow. I mean, why has it not clicked for AJ this year? I, I mean, even like, with Burrow, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Even with Burrow, so you're saying he gets us and do better? Like he's not going to get much better quarterback than Joe Burrow. I mean, he, he's not.
1: No, I'm just saying with the line this year, you know, the, money, down, year, you know right. the close losses, A.J.'s been through this 10 years now, so it's all already up here. So right. we've already got these losses, and you can just tell. Well, His third, fourth game with Burrow, trying to get him the ball. He was half-assed mm-hmm. rushing down the field. He wasn't really going after the ball. He, it's just – it's not it's, – it's like watching somebody that – is a shell of themselves. Yes. Yes. And it seems like, yeah, and it seems like it was just yesterday. He was making these one-handed catches and, or Mm -hmm. putting his body out there. And that's not who we get.
0: It's been three years since this is the first time he's had a healthy quote unquote year in three years. I mean, he had two, well, two years, He two years last year, he didn't play at all. And then the year before that, he was injured a lot.
1: So, you know, I, I I just, you know, I can see him doing well. With, with someone else just for some reason it's not working here. And if well, Brett said if, if he
0: wasn't happy with the tag, which I understand, well, that, but he didn't play for two. What are they supposed to do? They're not going to, nobody yeah. was going to sign him to a long-term deal. No, I don't think anybody was going to sign him to a long-term deal worth a lot of money
1: anyway. He's making, he's making the max. Right. So,
0: I mean, People don't, okay. they don't like to tag you I, I agree with Brad. I don't think he was happy yeah. about it. But I don't know but, if he was
1: going to get anything better, to be honest. and has he played in
0: two years, really.
1: Yeah, and is that A.J. Green? Is that the A.J. Green we know? Right. Because he's had a couple rough years, and he was injured all year last year with a little lingering toe injury or whatever they kept calling it. He um, it the first day of practice. Yeah, and then never came on the field again because we only won two games. Now, if we right. were – just say five and zero, oh, six and zero. Oh, towards the middle of the season, he have probably been out there on that field. Well, how
0: many so, times was it last year? Oh, AJ's coming back here in two weeks, or AJ's yep. coming back next week, and then oh no, no, he's not. Then all of a sudden, he's not coming back at all. So you know, yeah, that's where. I, and and just to see his some excuse me, sometimes lack of effort, it's been very frustrating because I can't remember what game it was.
1: That, that's me. That, yeah. yeah.
0: He 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 actually showed up in the fourth. He like he dropped a couple passes, got ticked off, and he you see him jump up and just snag the ball. And it was in the fourth quarter where we needed the win. I think it might have been a Tennessee game, I think. I'm not sure. Okay. But that like that's the AJ of all. That's the AJ that we needed. And I haven't I've only seen him that little drive. That's it. You
1: know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, where, where he had a, uh, he, and I think I pretty much know exactly what you're talking about. He was on the sideline, you know, right. catching him on the sideline like he normally does. And Right. What's, uh, up, What's Tony? up, Tony? What's going on,
2: guys? Not much, man. How you doing? Pretty good. Hey, That's a pretty cool
0: video. I like this. Yeah, take that. Um, yeah. Got a quick question here, guys. Opinions. What's
2: up? Well, you know, I'm going to back this year with the NCAA ball. Um, Jeff, you asked me yesterday what I thought if Notre Dame would join a conference. And I said, no, I don't think they would. Well, it came out today saying that they're not. If they won't, they'll go back to independent next year. Uh I'm asking you guys on your opinion in this is if COVID is still around next year and the ACC brought them in here, do you think since they're already saying they won't come back, do you think maybe the ACC will turn them away next year if they have to come back because of COVID again?
0: Well, I mean, to be honest, COVID is going to be here next year. <laughs> it's it's a virus. It's not, like, just going to instantly go away. But sure, if sure. it's going to be as widespread, widespread as it is now with, with everything, you know, the vaccines or all stuff, that's, yeah. I don't know. Um, But if they already came out and said no, that they're not going to be in the conference, I mean, they, 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 a, they, ACC might sure. say, screw you. We're not going to let you come, come back,
2: you know? I am not about but, uh, I mean, I don't. No, I mean if they can be money makers and stuff for them, that's kind of what it's all about with any conference right now. Almost, to well, it, let it's, to
0: it's more of a money maker for the ACC for Notre Dame to be in than it is for the ACC to or the Notre Dame to join. The only the well, I take that back because the thing that Notre Dame does get out of this is they are legitimately no problem. You guys didn't have to worry about getting in to the playoffs this year. For you know, you didn't have to worry about playing that 13th game or who you're scheduled or fighting against not being in the conference. So that has helped out Notre Dame this year. You haven't had to fight that. So that has helped right. Notre Dame. Now let uh, just say, for instance, Notre Dame wins the whole thing. So Notre Dame will get money. They're not, they're going to have to share some of that with the ACC, which they wouldn't have to do, you know, before this. So it's, it, it depends on but what the they want to do,
2: you know, they had to do that this year. To right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Exactly. exactly. If they're turning that down and saying we're not going back, I I feel that – and I'm a Diarro fan, but I think that's too soon to come out and say that right now. With yeah, everything going
0: well, on. yeah, you got to wait and see, see what, what's – it's kind of like the Big Ten saying we're not going to play until springtime. Like, well, that's dumb. You might, might want to find out, you know, you might want to see – that they said that in what, June, <laughs> July? <laughs> you know, it was early well, this summer time.
2: Huh? That was early, and they came back changing change mind, yeah. Right. So that's what I was going I, I'm like you know Jeremy here or you with the Bearcats Jeremy in Ohio State. We would not be able to see our team play, whether they, you know, make it to the playoffs or suck the whole year, win two games or whatever. You still want to see it play. Right. And I'm just worried that then chance to play next year if it's the same situation next year as this year.
0: Now, in my opinion, like you said, it's too, it's too early to to have said anything like that. You should wait until at least springtime or something and see what in the world is going on
2: yeah let's hope it's
1: not
0: an
2: issue it it was it was reports from analysts and stuff i didn't see anything official from notre dame but you know when you hear the analysts say stuff like that and it it came from somewhere right 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 what you got jeremy
1: um yeah no i I was just agreeing with him yeah you're gonna hear that kind of stuff and, and it's gonna go on throughout until next year but um you know, until football activities actually resume next year, and we know what's what's happening, you know, the critic or the sportscasters, broadcasters, the radio, everybody on the radio can say anything they want. But one thing about every single person in this world, none of them know the future, so we'll just yeah. kind of have to play that, you know, and and see, and hopefully. It'll work out for Notre Dame in a good way through this, maybe rather than a bad way. But as you just come out and said, I guess they don't want to be a part of a conference. So yeah,
2: it's, it's you know, we can talk all we want about LSU getting in a lot of money this year, but that's why Notre don't want to conference. It's too much money. Yeah, and well. unfortunately, that's where those things are at because he's these, dude, it's all about money. <laughs> it's not
0: the almighty dollar, man. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the way it all, always is. That's why you see in these teams that are not in the power five conferences, except for maybe Notre Dame, because <laughs> Notre Dame won't ever get into the college football playoffs. That's why they, in my opinion, now this is what, to me, this would be the perfect scenario as far as fixing this. All right. You got your power five conferences. All right. So take those teams and whoever was ever the two teams that are in the championship game, take that the winner of that, they move on to the, the playoffs. You take the, the, the um, two best, you know, non power, com- power five conferences or four best and put them in the playoffs. And that, that makes the, their championship games even more viable. And it's just a natural playoff thing to do. I think, you know, that's just a way to do it. Take t- They're going to look, they're going to expand this eventually. There's too much money again for them to make. You expand it to eight teams. Bearcat fans would be going nuts. We would love it.
2: You know, oh, hell yeah.
0: Give them money to go watch the game, you know? So it, it it's and it's good for it's good for the, the schools like UC and stuff like that to expand their fan base, expand, you know, stuff like that to to get the schools money. Because like right now, there's lots of schools that are losing money. I mean, you see how to cut their, their men's soccer program you know, for this year, because they're losing money. So, I mean, the, the all this, going to these bowl games and and, and cha- cha- championships, it's a lot of money, but right now they need the money because <laughs> they're, they're lo- losing money with this pandemic and everything going on. So that's why I would not be surprised if next year, as soon as next year they it to six or eight teams or, you know, figure something out to add more teams, add more competition, add more excitement. That's all it's going to do is add more excitement to was already exciting, but it's getting to the point where, you can almost name the teams that are going to be in the college football players it's Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame, you know, that's, you know, Georgia, Florida, Florida, Florida yeah.
1: some
0: just, you know, there's not a ton of them. There's only like four or five, maybe that, that, that can go in. And every once in a while, you might get a Florida State jump in here and there. But that's the thing. It's you're getting the same teams over and over and over and over again. Eventually, people are going to get tired of it. I mean, props to, to Alabama and everything for being able to make it every year. But Eventually to I think to grow the brand of the college football playoffs and all that stuff, you gotta let you gotta be more diversity because one of the best things about the college basketball is there's so many teams to get in. Now football can never do anything like that. They can't. There's no no possible way they can that, let that many teams in. But if they can let eight in, you know, that's good. And then the other teams, they could go like Figure something out. Do a, another championship for them, or something like that. You know, for, for like my, Miami of Ohio, they have never—they're never, never going to have a shot of winning this, you know, ever. So the, you know, like Division Two schools have their own championship, or something like that. You know, just just different stuff. I'm uh, well, stuff out there. Okay. How many actual conferences are out there? Do you
2: know that exact number? What's that? I don't. know. How many exact exact number of conferences are out there for Division One NCAA football?
0: Oh, geez. A hundred and something, I think. There's a lot.
1: And I, I mean, a I
2: lot.
1: Division one. Yeah. 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 Division
2: one. Yeah.
1: Um, it, it's 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 quite a few. I mean, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of teams. I, mean, no, I, I, I don't know. That. That. I, I don't know. Yeah, pers- I, I don't want to lie to you, but you know, I'm yeah, I'm thinking it's up there, close to around what Jeff said, maybe. Um, depending what you're calling Division One or Division Two, if you call if you did all of them, there it's hundreds. So,
2: I mean, so well, um, the point of that question is, you know, I know there's a lot of them, but you know, say you take the top teams in some of these divisions, in Pac-12 or, or whatever, you know, right? It's playing, it's playoffs, not not just for this year, but in the playoffs where you take the top from like the top conferences and let them all battle it out, as opposed to just always like you have to Alabama or you know the teams are right. always in there. Let them fight it out for more teams because you know any well, like NFL any given Sunday it's no different than college. Any any given day it could have you know. Any day a team could be the team. If you get into those playoffs and you expand them more. I just think that makes it fair. Even maybe past eight teams. You know, say you take ten, take the top two, let them buy week. You know, and then let the other ones battle out and get them. Point. You know, just, just something like that to make it a little bit more fair. Then there's, in my opinion, there's not many more people that can be pissed off about stuff because these teams that make it, we have the top four. Isn't yeah, it, but you got six out there. Make it, make it ten. Make well,
0: it the first ten, ten's an awful lot. I mean, yeah. the most you're gonna do is, is
2: a lot. Uh, eight. Eight's,
0: eight's the most. Six, I think six more. is more likely, and, <laughs> and then eight's more more of what eventually will be the
2: right, program, but if you're saying, if you're saying right, It says if 100, yeah, 125 16, division one teams
0: in 14 conferences, so yeah, there's a lot. You can't, not all those are going like to get a shot. It's just not going to happen.
2: Well, yeah, I'm not saying that all of them have a shot. You take five ones. I mean, you know, like one from each conference at that point, minus you know terrible teams or whatever, obviously. But you got to obviously have a good strength of schedule, when some games and stuff. But when you say 10s too many, I mean I get that, but if you're saying eight, why not ten? If you can take two there's the top two, let them have a bye week and let them battle it out for a while, and then do it each week. Uh, I mean, it might be draw with this bit
0: They're arguing with that all the time is they're student athletes and they have to go to class and yada, 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 which is, you know, I mean, they are, but that's
2: complete BS. BS me. I'm not going to do it right now anyway, so, I mean, what's another couple of weeks for them? Right by that time, I mean, they're all breaking stuff anyway.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right, Tony. Well, I appreciate the call. As always,
2: I'll see you guys. I'll keep watching the show. I might chime in again later. I don't know, but we'll see you guys, man.
0: All right, brother. Take it easy. All right. So you just got me for a little bit because Jeremy's internet decided to go away. (laughs) That happens. A lot, and there he is. Hey, buddy, where you been? I had to go Do you want to hold it? Gee, hey, you got an interesting uh, I'm trying to get back up here. Uh, da, 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 da. Where is it where is it? There was an interesting comment by somebody I wanted to
2: here.
0: throw up there. Oh, there
1: you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first off. <laughs> The test has not come back. She's always got a headache or something. So (laughs) don't even go there. (laughs) Uh, Having fun. Having fun. Having fun.
0: (laughs) I had to throw that out there.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, See, at least... Like, you know, at way, least we're on the same
0: wavelength. It wasn't me, Jeremy. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you, I didn't put that up there. She did it. Right you know, the the girls are trying to take the show over.
1: You know, yeah, exactly. It won't be yeah.
0: a camera or anything, but oh,
3: let's talk about them. Yeah, I had a
1: had a had a very scary feeling about that. <laughs> uh, see, this is this is why she's
0: like I'm in control of the show, except for when Jen takes over. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Rob has something here. Uh, football has a lot more to do with full team effort, i.e. coaching schemes, whereas basketball, if you can get seven kids who can ball, your program can be overhauled overnight. I'm assuming he's talking about the difference of how you can build a football program and a basketball
1: program, I assume is what he Yeah, does. I would definitely I rather mean, build I mean, a basketball I, program.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree with I mean, Basketball, just look at the Look at the NBA. Like, you get three guys, and you got a, you got a, a championship team. He's got some more. Okay, so the championship teams would end up playing two more games. Uh, I guess that's what you, what you and Jeremy were talking about, as far as uh, eight, oh, eight, eight teams. I guess is, is Rob new? Yeah, I don't. I, I I assume. Yeah, I don't remember Rob being on here. Well, Rob, bro, favor. You got some really good questions. Get on the live chat and we can talk or live video chat
1: yeah come join us man this,
0: this more so because i mean so one thing's bad is when we talk about different things and then we move topics and then i see a comment i'm like oh yeah and then i try to bring it back up and i'm kind of moved on if <laughs> can't figure out exactly what your comment was
1: 125 so, there you go
0: yes the hard that's also 125 teams division one teams yes
1: Props to uh, was that Crown or who? Who was that? Props nah, to right. whoever. That
0: was uh, uh, Brad. Brad. Oh,
1: Brad! Props, man.
0: All right, Tony's got a comment back to Rob. Let's see here. Yeah, Rob, you're right. Just trying to spitball and think of situations to where there won't be a question anymore on who's. And the, the thing is, there there will always be a question. I mean, look, just look at the college basketball. I mean, it was 64 teams forever. And then they added the playing games, which I still call them the playing games. And now it's 68 teams because these people got upset because they couldn't get in and yada, 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 yada. You're never going to make everybody happy. I mean, eventually, you know, Miami of Ohio, hey, why don't we get a shot? Like I said, they usually, they're not going to get a shot. I mean, they just don't, they're, you know, it's matching. It's not, there are NFL players from Miami, but not that many. So, to fix, to try to fix everybody's, you know, make everybody happy, it's never going to happen. They're never going to make everybody happy in college football. I think the best route is to go to six or eight and be done with it. That's it. And just leave it there. And no more
1: complaining, no more nothing because
0: there will be. The thing is, though, you kind of, you would almost take it out of the committee's hand because it doesn't, it wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't matter. Like, one one thing you could do, say, the top, you know, top, uh, uh, see the teams. You play the, their their games, their first round games at home. You know you could do that. You know, and that way, they they get a, they gotta have an advantage for point. You know, being the number one seed. You know. Oh and yeah. But or you could you got a million freaking bowl games. I mean, there's so many bowl games. I'm sure any of them, like Peach Bowl, Gator Bowl, these ones will pay money. Hey, we'll be you know, the first round of the playoffs or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, whatever, i am got another one here. Let's see, Rob. By the way, Rob, welcome to the show because I, I don't remember you ever commenting before, so I appreciate you. Yeah, um, I like the new NFL policy of one more team, maybe because of only one team getting a buy. Yeah, yes, per division, yes. Because yeah. that is that puts such an emphasis on the season of being that good to get, you know. To get the buy, instead of having two buys, we're on one buy. So that that I I like that too. I mean, it's it's a a different thing Uh, because, like, okay, how many times have we had it, or this team's got it wrapped up the last two weeks of the season, and they sit guys? You know, how many times do the Colts do that? They didn't play Peyton Manning. You know, excuse me, last two one or two games that eliminates that. You know, you got to keep playing throughout the whole season. So right. I, I do like that, and, and so that's another thing. So the, the whole playoff thing, as far as NFL, I like that. And then going into rolling into college, you're not going. Like I said you're not going to get everybody happy, but it is worth a shot, and it's at least a better, better situation than what we have. I mean, this situation the playoffs is better than the BCS. I couldn't stand the BCS. You just pick two teams now. Now they're picking four teams. Now I think you should pick six or eight. All right, uh, Dennis has got a question here. Looks like the Reds' question. What do you got going on? Hey, Jeremy D, why did the Reds trade their closer Glacius? Is that going to make the Reds a better team?
1: Uh, if you're asking me if getting rid of him is making us a better team, I would say no, um, depending on how we end up. With free agents and other players, that kind of thing, you never know. But I mean Well,
0: I we thought lose a
1: pitcher, but Right.
0: I mean I talked about this earlier this week, um, when they did trade him. And one of the reasons <laughs> that they traded him, um, that I've been told is so Bell can do his matchups. <laughs> you know, he can do oh close my committee and you know, and I Bell David Bell drives me nuts. With this overthinking, overanalyzing, it's that I mean, they they overthink stuff so much on that team now, it's ridiculous. And that's why I think they can't hit. (laughs) Because they're thinking too much. I mean, Johnny Perez, one of the greatest hitters of all time. His he was a hitting coach for the Reds for years. What he would say? What would he say? Hit the see the ball, hit the ball. That's it. Swing at it. If it's in the zone. Get a good swing on it. Try to get a line drive somewhere.
1: That's simple.
0: And and they do so. It's so. The analytics, this, analytics, that. And I understand that's the way baseball is going, but you got to. To me, you can't completely be on analytics. You know, it's got to be. There's got to be some feel for the game. Something. Yeah. And and, and Bell's. Sorry. Bell's decision making is crazy to me sometimes, especially when he's pulling pitchers out. I mean, the first year. He would pull you out the first inning. It seemed like, and that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but he but, blew the bullpen out the first half of the year. You know, and then last year we had a sixty-game season where, we're like, okay, you only got sixty games. This is when you can act like that, and he let him pitch
1: forever. Now we had yeah.
0: great sorry, pitching, so it didn't really it, matter.
1: It's like watching the movie Moneyball over and over again, yeah. I and mean, that's the way it's starting to feel. You know, yeah. with, with with his uh, yeah. with his thinking and his. Yeah. Numbers.
0: Uh, I, I agree with Brad. It's to give bail a Bell and Taylor Taylor a one way ticket out of Cincinnati. I agree with you, dude. I mean, I think I've been calling for Bell. <laughs> started laugh started, started a little bit. Started the year before, but last year definitely. I'm like, dude, you you drive me nuts. Uh,
1: and he's a
0: Cincinnati guy, and I love when Cincinnati guys play or manage for our teams. I do love it, but he is. Uh, I, I to me, I, he's the reason. I think the Reds. Did so bad in the playoffs with 22 innings. And now the crazy thing is they're talking about trading Sonny Gray. Why in <laughs> the hell would they trade Sonny Gray? We're not gonna sign Trevor Bauer. I mean, we're not. There's no, I mean, unless Trevor Bauer gives us a hometown discount. That's the only way we're signing Trevor Bauer.
1: And, and he's not. So but let's go trade our second best pitcher.
0: That makes a lot of sense because our the thing that got us to the playoffs last year, it wasn't our hitting. No. <laughs> it wasn't David Bell's managing, it was the pitching. So let's trade
1: Iglesias. Let's trade. Let's, Sonny let's, let's trade what got us there. Right. The, the guys who got you there. Let's get rid I of mean, those guys. And you, we're going me, with the, the philosophy. One,
0: right. To me, on. what they should, the one thing they really should have been doing this year, this off season, is trying to sign the guys they have, trying to keep Bauer, trying to fix the shortstop position with Gregorius or, or Lindor, which I, I, I think Lindor is a pipe dream. I think, DD Gregorius is a, a, a better option, or Trevor Story. One, one of those two would be a better, I would say better option, but cheaper option and more realistic. But to even even have it out there that you trade something great after you just sign into a contract, I mean, uh. a team friendly contract, why would you trade him? I tell, why would you even talk about it? I mean, so David Bell can mix, mix and match more pitching that he doesn't. Yeah.
1: You're looking at him being maybe the number one guy next year. I mean, what, yeah. what, what? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think, I think Crawl,
0: he's the new GM and president. I think he, he, he got put together. He got a dumpster fire, uh, handed to him. Because I, I think the Red spent all this. But they, they, I loved it. They went all in last year, which is great, and they're spending money trying to win, trying to do this. Pandemic happened. Shut the whole season down. Nobody saw it coming. And their, their their chance they took didn't work. I mean, yeah, they made it to the playoffs. but They didn't get the reward of sellouts, lots of fans and money. And, you know, they didn't get that. So now it's like you were preparing to spend the money to do this, to hopefully go to the World Series, get lots of fan base, grow your fan base, get people in there. And Now you're stuck with. The leftovers, and you didn't make the money, and you spent this money, so you got to kind of bring it t- together somehow. You know, so I, I don't know what they're going to do. To be honest, I'm, I have a bad feeling that they're not going to spend any money. This is just like Dennis said about them trading Iglesias. I, I think this is the start of it. I hope
1: I'm wrong. Um, I, I hope, but it's not but, a complete restart again. Well,
0: what, what, it, it what, can't be because they had too many guys under contract. <laughs> it well. can't be. So, I mean, there's still going to be a good team. I mean, even if they just go with who they have now and not sign Trevor Bauer, it's still a good team. If we skip
1: Yeah. If we still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, if you
0: gray, keep what you have and you don't sign Trevor Bauer, it's
1: still a good team.
2: I
0: yeah. Mean, it is. You, you, uh, with grand Castillo one, two, that's good. Yeah. The gray, team Castillo, come out and,
1: one, and, mention, and mention that, like you said, it's just doesn't make sense in a, in a, a sport. It doesn't make sense for any team to come out and, Say something like that yeah. to to trade one of I mean, your
0: best have, pitchers. I mean, they they have prospects. Well prospect out of it. Yeah, Hunter Green, but Hunter Green is still coming back from Tom and John surgery. I seriously doubt he's going to be ready to at the beginning of the year or any time this year to pitching pitch in the majors. He's still probably a year,
2: oh. a year and
1: a half away. I think. And, and a lot of guys don't even come back the same from that. I mean. You never know. You don't know exactly what you're gonna get. So, right. I mean, look at Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey was never the same pitcher. Never. Ever. Yep. Nope. And I, And I used to love Homer too, man. But yeah. Golly, it got to the point where he was almost unwatchable when he yes. would get on the mound.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. It was very unwatchable. Very hard. Hard to, to watch. Uh, hold on. let's see here. Braden's got something. All right, Braden. Hey, y'all. Hit, hit the nail on the head with Gray being our number one guy. Bauer will absolutely not be pitching for Cincy next year. No, and I mean, the rumor that I'm hearing is the Mets are in the market for, for Trevor Bauer, and they're going to sign him for Springer from Houston. Um, I hope they sign Springer because <laughs> I really want Bauer coming back, but I, like I said, the, it's just a pipe dream. I don't think that, it's coming.
1: The new owner of the Mets – is a yeah. trust fund kit. I mean, dude, he's got more money than he knows what to do with. Nice. I listened to, as I've told you before, I listen to a little Howard Stern every now and again, just nice. for his funny bits and that kind of thing. And they actually talked about uh, the Mets a little bit one day, and they were talking about this new guy that bought them, And he was part of the ownership team before, but I guess this guy's like a um, – Oh, Steinbrenner type. He, I mean, just got oh, money right. upon money yeah. upon money. And literally was... Why can't somebody like that buy the Bengals or the Reds? <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Like, I know. Why, why right. can't we get an owner like that? <laughs> yeah. And he's sitting there talking to them about, you know, how he's going to spend $750 million his first year to get in so many of these big... Pl- and I'm just like, well, man, must be nice to... Uh, have a new owner that just don't care to throw his right. everything at a team that he loves. That's right. that's yeah, kind of yeah. nice. Which I mean, that,
0: that's what was nice about the Reds last year. And not that that that, that Castellanos throwing money around, but they were no. making smart decisions and like signing Shogo and signing uh, Castellanos and you know, we I Bauer and Gray. Guess we had them before. We knew they were going to be solid, right? But just getting back to, to, to David Bell's decision-making. Okay, how does this make any sense? I, I never, ever understood this watching the shortened season last year. We signed Shogo. Shogo was signed to be a leadoff hitter. So what's David Bell do? He hits him ninth. Ah, <laughs> like you signed him to lead off. And then one of the problems the Reds had in their offense, they didn't have a leadoff hitter. Well, they did, but dumbasses hit them ninth. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, exactly. Why?
0: Why did you? Why did you? Why do you do that? I'm like that to me. That's overthinking. People are like, oh, well, you know, maybe because Shogo just came to to the major leagues and want to, you know, get him used uh, to. I like, dude, play professional baseball in Japan. I mean, it's, exactly. it's, it's as, as popular or more popular in Japan than it is here. Put him in the leadoff. Let him play.
1: Yeah, that's, it, 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 that's where it should be. That's where you put them on leadoff. Uh, you know, you can go to Brandon Phillips and all the rest in the past. You, you know, you got guys that can get on base, whether it's a hit, whether it's a, a walk. Yeah, smart,
0: man, what, smart he, he hitters. Put, he put Cassianos hit second, which actually Cassianos did pretty good hit second. But my thought was when he we got these guys, uh, Chogo would hit uh, first and then uh, – uh, Nick Senzel would be second. That's your one, two, get on base, run around the bases, stir stuff up, get you know, things to me. That's baseball, and, that, and that's that's fun to watch baseball. Incredible. This baseball I watched last year with the Reds was sometimes hard to watch because it'd be one, two, three out, one, two, three out, one, two, oh, home run, two out. Yep. You know, it, it, that's all it would be. It's like that. I miss like Ricky Henderson, he's not a red. Oh, he was one of my man. favorite baseball players to watch. Just run, Ricky, run, and just stirring stuff up on, on, the, on the base pads and different things like, like that. And hit. I mean, you don't ever see a hit and run. You don't see any of this stuff. And How many times in a playoff game did the Reds need one hit, hit it to the opposite field,
1: or hit the ball in the freaking outfield to score one freaking run? And, and win. Do it? And win. Literally. Yeah. Just pop one up into the outfield, you, and right. you win. <sighs> it's hard to some, talk
0: about. Get some red, Reds. I like I like Reds talk. I don't do yeah. that much over here. All right, Brad. When Bob Castellini bought the Reds, I believe he said he was going to bring winning baseball back to Cincinnati. Yeah, yep, that's his words. I mean, now in Castellini's defense, he has tried, and we had had, had had winning baseball compared to what it was before he got there. We didn't have anything. It was terrible. So it's not the, what any of us – once, I didn't think it's to what Castellini was. I think that's why he got ticked off and started, you know, signing, telling him to sign people last year. But like I said, the 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 chance didn't work because the Reds got out in the first round and no, uh, no fans are allowed. All right, Rob, I'm not surprised that the MLB playoffs landscape changed as much as it does without stricter rules or salaries. Now I got a question. I wonder. I haven't heard anything about this, but I wonder if they're going to keep the playoffs. Like they did, you know, last year, which was uh, 16 teams, and and a DH and all that. Which, at this point, when I was a kid, I never wanted the National League to have a DH. You know, I never did. But to me, Major League Baseball is the only professional sports that has two different leagues and two different rules. Now, it made a little more sense when they didn't play each other, you know, and you only did it in the World Series. Yeah, you know, you'd switch. If you're in the American League, you use DH in National League. That would made a little more sense. Now that they're playing each other, what's the difference? Just and you're not, and you're not gonna get you're not gonna get rid of the DH. The Players Association will never let that happen because yeah. it's a, a job. They're not gonna do that. So you you either you keep it the way it is or you just let the uh, National League have the DH.
1: You know. Well, yep. it's that simple.
0: Crown would love to watch a game with Jeremy and Jeff. Crown, I would love you to come on the show here and use the
1: video chat, dude. We can yeah, talk. dude. Jump with it, jump on with us, dude. Any so, point, so, anytime. Hit the link. But right now, um, Crown, the
0: only way I can watch a baseball game with Jeremy is like this. <laughs> on a video is, chat. This, this is, is how ow, yeah. Ow,
1: this ow. is how we communicate quite a bit. And <laughs> exactly. Tony, just to answer your question, um, is that a picture of Andy Dalton on, on the wall behind me? If it is, shouldn't have it. Sh- shouldn't it be replaced with a pickup bro by now. Um, yes, that is Andy Dalton's ESPN cover. And as soon as Joe Burrow gets to that level and gets an ESPN cover, he will be on top, and Dalton will be underneath him, brother. The red rifle. And another thing, oh, and, and talking about that too, and it's totally, it's totally I'm glad you mentioned totally. that, Tony. Jeff, I'm sure you've noticed too. You know, other so, than Cincinnati area, you know, I don't, I don't get any Cincinnati local stuff. You've got Baker Mayfield on all these funny State Farm commercials, all these um, Heisman House commercials. Um, we're talking about about a kid that ain't even been to playoffs yet. We've got SEC champion, national champion quarterback Joe Burrow right. Right. setting rookies before he got hurt, or Good setting record. records as right. as a rookie before he right. got hurt. Yet I I turn on my TV every day, and I've not seen one commercial with Joe Burrow. I don't understand it. Remember I know we're a small in
0: is the Heisman House. I thought I was sure he'd be in that
1: one. I did too. He's yeah. smoking a cigar, sitting on the couch. You right. know, they they, they yeah. treat him like crap. King, I could Baby. come up. I could come yeah. up with a commercial. I mean, yeah. where's where's Joe Burrow, man? I mean this this kid showed. He's already well, showed everybody. He's the I, real deal. Honestly, you know my opinion. Honestly, I think he was too
0: much into trying to get prepared for his rookie season to mess with that. Now, if he had a normal offseason and not have to rehab this year. He might have, you know, done some more this offseason, but we still might not see any because he's rehabbing. Yeah,
1: I just wonder what he got offered. If, if, yeah. if I, I just – I wonder. Mark Scott, I think you are new
0: to the show. At least I don't remember your name. know, anyway, but welcome. Uh, do you think they should shorten the baseball season and should the Bengals fire Zach Taylor? Yes, I think they should fire Zach Taylor. Shorten the baseball season, yeah, I think 162 games, especially if you're going to play as many playoff games – as I think they want to because I think Rob Manford wants to do what they did this past year. I think he wants that. Oh, wow. uh, and I call him the clown, Rob Manford. I, I do not do <laughs> not like him. <laughs> I don't think he is a very I don't think he knows a thing about baseball. I honestly think he's just there to make money. So yeah. but yeah I think I mean the thing is I, I kind of brought this up yesterday Mark on yesterday's show. I don't know if you got to watch it or not. Um but this to me is Got to be this the most winnable game for the Bengals this year. Meaning the Dallas Cowboys played on Wednesday. They got back very early Thursday morning. They basically probably rested. They got two days to prepare and then jump on a plane again and fly to Cincinnati and play. Zach Taylor has had a complete week of uh, practice and and you know, which I well, I think that well, I won't say a normal week is pro, with uh, COVID, nothing normal. Um to, to get a complete week to prepare for this, and if he does not, I'm not gonna say blow him out, but if he doesn't win this game, I'm to the point. Just don't, just don't show back up Monday. <laughs> you know, just we'll put Amarillo, Armadillo, whoever, because the Cowboys' defense is terrible. Andy Dalton is not playing that great. They're they're they got one more win, I think. I think they're three, they got three wins, maybe four wins than yeah. we do. You know. Man. So this, to me, is the most winnable game. It should be just because, not that the Cowboys, I think they have more talent than us in certain areas, and I think if we had a Joe Burrow in there and they were healthy and going, it would be a good game to watch. But neither one of them are going in the right direction. But just for the simple fact of what they've had to do this past week to play a freaking football game, and how little time they have to turn around and play another one, not you know, and travel. So, yeah, exactly. I think I think Zach should be gone. Anyway, but I think he should definitely be gone if they don't win.
1: All right now, that that surprises me. It surprised me uh, last week to hear you say you were okay with Zach Taylor leaving. Now, if we lose against Dallas, you would be okay with us giving well, him. Two, I mean, I mean, come on
0: how how in the how they only got two days to prepare for us, and you if you get beat by that by that, I like,
1: come on. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm with you. You know that. I'm just glad you've, you've come over to the evil side. This <laughs> band is working. Hillbilly Deluxe,
0: sweet pick him up trucks. What's up, Hillbilly? What is up, bro? Hey, I think you are new. At least i Your new. on guy. Anyway, like I said, all, everybody new that's on here Mark, Hillbilly, Rob. I know Robbie said you can't do it. Brad, um, there's a link at the top of the chat row on the YouTube channel, Sports Strawberry Ice. Click the link and jump on the show and we can talk live and amazing. together. We can come together. Right, right now, now. Over, me. over me. Oh, by the way, that took your TikTok up on the uh, on the channel and they flagged it. The one you're you did? kidding. No, nah, they flagged it. So <laughs> yeah, I can do it. Um all right, Rob. I think Zach will have a hard time attracting top level talent to his staff so yes i do think we should move on from him uh i don't know about that because especially when you uh, i'll put it this way offensively no i don't think i don't think they will, because you got joe burrow you got a a very good shot of getting people who want to work with him defensively uh, it's it's an nfl gig you know so Depends on what you mean as far as talent goes. Like, okay, some people said Rex Ryan, which I Rex Ryan, I don't think wants to be.
2: Eh,
0: I don't think he wants to coach anymore. To be honest, maybe I'm wrong. I think he likes his NFL gig that he has. I would love to get Matt Patricia as the coordinator if they don't fire Zach. You know, and as far and I, to be honest, I'm okay if if they if Zach comes back. Not, I really do think they should fire Zach. If they don't, whatever. I'm gonna be. If they don't, I'll support them, and I want you know, I want Zach to do good. You know, I'm not gonna root against Zach if they bring him back. But oh, yeah. I think Zach actually is done pretty good as far as the offensive coordinator and, and, and play calling himself. When Joe Burrow was in there, he had 400 yards, 300 yards. You know, passing his passing game was was doing really well until Joe got hurt. You know, Joe's three step drop, bang, the ball is gone, and, and so the run game is where Zach needs to improve if we keep him. they got to get the run. you got to get more diversity. You can't just throw it 500 times. So that's what I think. Anyway, all right. uh, Mike Scott. Uh, All right. Mike Brown should have listened to his father, but they say it skips a generation. Well, the thing is, Mike has listened to his dad, and that's why Mike won't give control to anybody else. It is Paul Brown's fault that Mike Brown won't give up control because of what happened when Paul Brown was running the Browns. He lost control of it, and he told his sons, never let anybody have control of this so you don't lose your team. That's one of the big reasons Mike Brown is the way he
1: is. So, That's right. That's right. Yeah, I thought I had yeah. a little bit of information getting ready to come in, but it uh, yeah. hasn't yet, so got, I don't want to make me? I, just, I, mean, I don't mean? know if it's – but it, it, it's it's not – it's just uh, about Jonah Williams and uh, uh, saying he'll be okay. you know. And, and uh, it's, we, we, say,
0: what good. about Joe Brady as a potential head coaching candidate? We've heard that uh, many, many I've heard times. that, and my thing is that uh, – I, I could be wrong, but uh, he went from passing offensive – assistant offensive coordinator and passing coordinator for LSU to offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. I would like to see him do some more stuff first before you know, not that and I could be wrong, but that's just my personal opinion.
1: You know. I'd I'd be more comfortable with a Zimmer or B enemy, somebody I that's loves got him. And loves then him. bring bring Brady in if he'd want to be maybe an O C something like that and give him a right. shot he's with already, Burrow. Right. He's already he's already an
0: OC, so I doubt you'd have to pay him more to get him to leave. Well, that's what, yeah.
1: But come hey, he's it's Burrow though.
0: It's, bro. Yeah, it's, bro. It's, it's his boy. I, I wanted them to get Brady last year for their offense quarter. That was the guy I said to go get. No. All right, Rob. Uh, I think no one can trust that Zach will be here longer than one more year. Uh, yeah. So that is a tough sell on coaches who might not want the stigma of playing for a failed Bengal team and lose their next shot. That's true. That is true. That's why another Here's reason why – I honestly, I know people think that he's going to Zach's going to stay, but I really have a feeling if he does not win or do something here, I think Mike, Mike, Mike might make a change because he's got a couple things. He's got, ti- he's got time ticking on him. He's got time ticking on him as far as the stadium deal goes, which we talked about before, Joe. He's got time ticking on him as far as Joe Mike. Burrow goes. <laughs> So, those and the thing is, Mike needs to win now. Mike doesn't need to win in two years. Mike needs to win now. So, that's where I think there is a possibility, a better possibility, of, of him getting rid of Zach. Because the thing is, even if you just say Zach wins two games, like I said, they're not, so not being the squirrels, they're not being the rappers. That's not happening. I, I mean, I don't think I would love it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. If we beat them, but I doubt it. They say he beats the, the, the two winnable games. It's a winnable game against the uh, the Cowboys. It's a winnable game against Houston. It is. I mean, when we had Joe Burrow, I thought we could win the rest oh. of the game except for the Steelers and the Rappers. I said that weeks ago. But
1: And still so, so have a
0: job. Right. But if he still wins, if he wins just two, that's still that's only six wins in two years. That's not good. That's not – I mean, it's not getting it done.
1: Yeah. It's really not – and for – I don't think there will be any coaches out there that would not want to come to Cincinnati just because of the stigma or the uh, – you know what, I, I think I think somebody would love to come to Cincinnati. I think there's quite a few out there that will be let go that would love to go anywhere that wants them. But I think we'll pretty much be able to choose our own head coach uh, once we do let Taylor go. I don't see too many people declining. With the talent that we have, yes. Joe Burrow right. coming back – why wouldn't you want to?
0: Right. Thanks, Anna. I think we we'll make a, a cute couple too.
1: Oh, thanks, dear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, that, that's, that's the thing that we have going for that makes this job very attractive. The thing is what their question is going to be, no matter how attractive it is and how awesome it would be to, to coach Joe Burrow and these weapons they have, how much control do they have? How much control do they want? You know, do they get to pick their own coaching staff? They get, which I, 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 assume Zach got to pick. I know Darren Simmons was already here, but I assume he got to pick most of them, but I'm not sure. So uh, if you get a new head coach, those are the things that they want, that they want to know. Like we both were like the We're both like Zim first, but Zim's got to get fired. And I don't think that's happening, but Eric, the is the big hot candidate. Now, you know he's going to like the weapons and like the the opportunity of what he can do here. And the thing that also, it can help, but it can also hurt, that he is a former Bengal. So he knows what it was like back in the 90s. You know Now what his relationship is now with the Brown family, I have no idea because he's never been a coach here that I'm aware of. I don't remember him ever being a coach here. Um, so it depends on if he wants to deal with what is what comes with being a Bengals head coach. Because Eric Biennemi is – I'm not going to say get the pick of his job, but he might. <laughs> I mean, with the jobs that are opening – and uh, let's go with the ones that are – like we know Houston Texans are open. The Jets are most likely going to be open. So the, those two are open and the Bengals are open. The Bengals, just as far as what's on the field and everything and what they had to work with with the salary cap and everything, are way better than either one of those teams. So yeah. they got them right there. It just depends on, you know, what, what's he
1: want. Right, what's he uh, want. What's he looking for? And Joe Burrow, talent all over our secondary. Most of them hurt. A lot of, you know, Trey Wayne's hurt. Uh, Ray, Ray, All these guys get healthy. We draft, good draft, good pre-agency. Mm-hmm. This team's fixed. Who wouldn't want to come here and coach Joe Burrow in his second year or right. at the worst third? But right. we'll see how it goes.
0: And Rob's got a good point. He mean, he means uh, for the assistant coaches, not the head coach, which means if we get rid of Armadillo, you basically got a lame that coach and Zach, and if they want to go and put somebody else in there, which is another reason why I think you just blow Zach out, blow the whole thing out. Yeah. And start all not worth it. over. Show sure enough. All right, he's got another one here, Rob. Let's see here. The Bengals will be a great spot for new head coach top five pick Burrow, young team. Yeah, exactly. That's huh. that's another – That's well, I think that's the direction I think they need to go to, like I said, we all know Mike Brown likes money. <laughs> we all know that. He doesn't want to spend it, but he wants to make it. He's got two things. One's going to make him spend it, and the other one's going to, going to make him make it. And he needs the Bengals to win for either one of them to happen. You know, that's Joe Burrow's contract coming up in – Four years, and the stadium deal coming up, so that to me is what is putting pressure on, on Mike to do something to win now. That's one of the reasons I think they did so much in the on the defensive side last year, in the off season for some dumb reason they thought the offensive line was fine. I have no idea why they did that, but yeah. All right, uh, Mark Scott, uh, the Bengals should have a. Lottery for people like you guys to go and help them in the draft. Yeah, I just read stuff off off of.
1: Uh, well, luckily we lose when we lose, just about every game. We <laughs> we win the lottery, so <laughs> we, we start looking at the draft early. Yeah, this year we're winning uh, the lottery at least if we can say at three. I don't mean, We'll have to see if, what happens after that, but if we go over three. I don't know what's gonna happen
0: i appreciate y'all appreciate what y'all do <clears throat> my username is oh you're bungle fever what's up brother that's uh, cool but my trump 2020 views got got my account deleted ah yeah yeah that kind of that kind of happens <laughs> oh, come back dude come back man he's hillbilly deluxe now. that's bungle fever er, uh, yeah he was he, he was bungle fever that's who's talked to us before and Phone sign. Have a good night, boys. See you, Rob.
1: Take care, buddy.
0: Thanks for joining the show. It was fun. All right, man. Well, oh, I we think it's about time for us to uh roll on out of here. I'm gonna get to the Facebook groups that we help run. And we invite you guys to join each and every day. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclone's Country. And I'll be taking the sound off later on tonight and putting it on the podcast. I invite you guys to, if you missed any of the show, to get on there and listen to it. Um, Tomorrow, we are doing uh, tomorrow's Thursday, or tomorrow's Friday, we'll be doing our Bengals Nation show. Mike should be joining us. Hopefully, everything's going good with his dad. I haven't heard much today. Um, But Mike might be on there, might not. But for sure, me and Jeremy will be here previewing the Bengals-Dallas game. And, again, we've taken the live chats and everything so we can talk to them. And, like I said, I appreciate everybody who's been subscribing. Um, I was at 717 yesterday. I'm at 716 today. So, somebody dropped off, but somebody else to drop on. Just keep telling everybody about Sports Strawberry Ice, the YouTube channel, podcast, Facebook page. Uh, like I said yesterday, uh, there is another part of the Facebook page that uh, people have not discovered yet. It's called the Ice Bar now. The way it works is you scroll down on the page, uh, and it's in there. And I, the photo cover is the Bengals, or excuse me, the Bearcats football team. And you guys can join in there and post pretty much whatever you want. We can talk about what we talked about on the show. Uh, I know guys like Dallas and Jeremy and Crown and all these guys that are usual usuals on the show. You guys can go in there, you can argue and fight and talk about whatever you want on there, um, and me and Jeremy can join as well. Other than that, and we gotta do Zeke of the Week tomorrow. We gotta remember to do that. we forgot right. to do that. So anyway, if you guys uh, out there got a donation for Zika the Week, hit me up, hit Jeremy up, let us know. A
1: few uh, a few of them do. A few of them do, I know for uh, a fact. So uh, there you go. There you go. So yeah, if you
0: guys uh, that's another thing. If you guys would do the video chat. If you want to put your Zeke of the week uh, out on the video chat, or if you want to do it on the chat the chat row, oh another thing we might be doing tomorrow. I kind of wanted to do it today, but I ran out of time for, to get on the show. Is uh, tomorrow, since it's Bengals Day, do a Bengal trivia. And, and you win absolutely nothing <laughs> you, other than the honor of being the first person to win the Strawberry Eggs Bengal Nation Bengal trivia. Basically, what we need we need two guys or girls to get on the video chat. And we we'll ask you a series of questions. And that's two out of three wins. And you go on there and, and I'll read the question. You say your name, whoever I hear first, I'll let them in first and they can answer it. And then if they don't get it, then the next person can steal you know, and try to answer it that way. And anyway, I just have fun that I'm trying to, trying to do, you know, do some interactive stuff on here. And like I said, new new stuff with live, Jeremy on there, videos, all kinds of stuff going on once uh, we get it after Christmas. My job will slow down. I'll be able to do some more stuff. Hopefully by then we'll be at a thousand subscribers. That would be great.
1: Jeremy. Yep. And, you know, and just to add to what you were saying, man. Like mm-hmm. you said doing all this new stuff. It's all new to us, just like it's new to you guys. So don't be afraid to hit that link and come and talk to us. We won't bite, promise. Um <laughs> I, I know a few of you. <laughs> Um, have your Zeke of the weeks. If every one of y'all is still listening, or that will be listening, um, want to put one down? Come on live with us. Give us your Zeke of the week. Doesn't matter who it is, whatever it is. Whatever. Yeah, sports related. Oh yeah, yeah, Nothing political. Nothing like
0: that. Like look, look. The reason I say that is there's so many sports shows right now, and so many stuff that does political this, political that. But I don't care. What your political religious beliefs are? If this is sports, man, that's all we're talking about. We're talking about sports, and that's what we do. And that's what it should be. It's fun. It's sports. All this other stuff going on in the world. You guys, I, I hope you guys can come on the show, and we have fun, and you forget about what's going on, and just chill out for next hour, hour and a half, or how however long we talk.
1: So exactly, exactly. and that's and that's why we're doing this, and that's why we went to. uh, You know, Jeff's worked his butt off to get this, and, and his wife, great wife. Who, Put you know to to where you guys can jump on and join us so do that and we're gonna do some other fun stuff coming up in the future that I think you guys will find hilarious but it'll also be you'll still get your sports show but you'll also be a little more interactive as we get into a slower season to where we need to find some things to make some folks laugh and me and Jeff we're pretty decent at that so we're gonna do that for you guys eventually So yeah, anyway, Brad.
0: Brad said we should get Mike Brown on the show. I would love to get,
1: <laughs> oh, I, 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 I've got questions for days.
0: <laughs> Brad, if you can hook me up with that, i would be awesome. All right, dude, I've tried to get, I've tweeted out, let's see here, Chad oh. Johnson. I've tweeted out, uh, Tony Pike, I tried to get him on the show. Uh, I got a call into Melvin Levitt for Bearcat trying to get him on the show. I mean, I've got lucky and Terry and also has been great. He's been on the show twice with me and, then to get, uh, Zell on the other night, uh, gunslinger. That was awesome. So yeah. I'm trying to get people on, but are. just a little YouTube guy. <laughs> I only got 717 subscribers. So, yeah,
1: we saw, you know, Blake on earlier, you know, I saw your video, you know, uh, Blake's all gray, you know, um, <laughs> You know, I'd love to have him on, too. Oh, oh like Jeff that. Blake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shake it, Blake. Yeah, yeah, Blake, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'll send some things out to Hoosman Zada and different players, too. You never know. But yeah. until oh, then, guys, yes. we are going to get out of here. We have kept you guys for uh, an hour and 30 minutes now. So mm-hmm. we're going to go eat our dinner and do our yeah. thing. Fact I got to eat. <laughs> Was that? I got eat fat guy That's guy right. The fat guy in this thing. Gotta me, eat me. But the
0: guy's okay.
1: So, anyways, guys, I always remember one thing, man. You don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati. So, let's keep acting like it. Keep watching the show. Keep supporting us. We support you guys. We're here for you always. Always. And we plan on not going anywhere. Exactly. Is that fair to say, Jeff? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. You want Who, Who did baby? <laughs> right here. Who, did. Who
0: did. And that's just sports, baby. See you.